everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Happily Ever Random. I'm Jenny. I'm your host, and I am here with my brother, Troy, my co-host. Hi, friends. Uh, Jen, I am excited about this one again. Yeah? Um, this is one of my favorite I feel like you topics. say that every episode. <laughs> well, I mean, they're all exciting. <laughs> but I'm just teasing you. I, I, I really like this one because, one, it was my idea. Yay! Um, but... <laughs> It's it's something that I've really been into for the last few years, which the I don't last know. few years are like your whole life. I feel like you've been into it like since you were a kid. Unknowingly, I've been into it, but <laughs> I've acknowledged it in the last okay. in the last few years, which some people might judge me for it because I am thirty years old. I still get judged for being a Harry Potter nerd, so I mean, yeah. but today, I just don't care anymore. yeah, but today we are talking. Um, about anime. So Jenny agreed to watch some animes for me. Yes. So, hold on, maybe we should preface that by saying I have not been a fan of anime. Yeah. So that is why I agree. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Just to kind of see what we're going to be looking at. Yeah. Since, like, our whole premise of the show is to look at the different perspectives that people have. So that's why we did it. So. Mm -hmm. We could look at my perspective of like a non-fan and your perspective of a fan, yep, you know. Exactly. So, see if you could change my mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, also like always, we do this every episode, but I feel like we have to. A small disclaimer for adult language and maybe a little bit of adult content on this episode, just because of you know the. I guess maybe slight violence yeah. that the shows have. P- possibility. <laughs> um, I mean, so, they do kind of kill people on anime. <laughs> yeah. So for this, to kind of put some background to it, I didn't have Jenny watch an entire season of six animes. No. I feel like that would have been a lot. I wouldn't for her have to agreed do. to that. She probably wouldn't have. <laughs> so I had her watch a few episodes to kind of get into it and kind of get the feel of what it was and what it was about. Most of them were like between four to six episodes. I think yeah. one ended up being like eight, but mm-hmm. yeah. So there there might not be too much adult violence or anything yet where you were mm-hmm. at in the seasons. Right. One of them that where there was there was a lot. Yeah. But we'll get, we'll get there. But um, <laughs> most of it won't. But like she said, just in case, because that's the nature of animes. It's yes. a lot of fighting, sometimes yes. killing. So, And of course, if anybody hadn't watched any of these shows and you are listening, then of course we do want to throw out a spoiler warning. You know what you're signing up for if you're listening to this. We are going to talk in depth about the shows. So if you don't want to know what happened, don't listen. Yep, it's on you now. <laughs> um, so we to give a... To give a little background of some animes. <clears throat> so animes kind of fall into genres. Just like, you know, movies or books or different things like that would. Um, so a lot of them, the more, some of the more popular ones in popular genre is going to be called a shonen. And it comes mm-hmm. off of what, what was a shonen jump. So shonen jump, from what I understand, because I wasn't really into mangas. So, mm-hmm. again, I didn't read books. I didn't read the manga or magazine. I still manga. But so I watched the animes like I watch movies. Um, but it was sim- kind of like a weekly or monthly like magazine subscription. Mm-hmm. It was a Shonen Jump manga. So that's where those came from. And Shonen, it basically it refers to like younger teenagers. 
So right. around the age of, you know, 14, 15, 16 years old, right. that's kind of like their target audience. So it's going to be more of a, a little bit more of a comedic, like action packed type show. Mm-hmm. And the two that I had you watch that were shown in was one, which is what they call one of the big three, um, is Naruto. I still cannot pronounce that correctly. I still say Naruto or Naruto. Yeah, no, no, I'm right. sorry. I was saying Naruto. <laughs> Naruto. <laughs> my daughter was getting on my case for a week while I was watching these shows because I kept saying Naruto. And she's like, Mom, that's not how you say it. Exactly. And I'm like, how do you say it? So she would say it. And I'm like, I can't. I can't. It, my mouth won't. Nah. Not, and she even did that. She's like, Ru- say it slowly with me now, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> um, but one was Naruto. And it's part of the big three. And if you're an anime fan, you know exactly what that means. Um, what it means, Jen, because you look confused, yeah. is there are three anime out there that they call the big three because of popularity, but also because um, I don't know if it still stands, but at the time when they named them this, they were the longest running animes. Okay. So Naruto won another one. And these other two I didn't have her watch. So sorry for anyone who loves these. Uh, one Piece. <laughs> And um, Bleach. Never heard of them. All of them have 600 plus, minimum 600 plus episodes of them. Holy crap. Yeah, exactly. That's a lot of episodes. Um, So going back to Shonen, the other one I had her watch was actually kind of like a bonus one for her. She didn't have to, but she did it because she loves me. Um, I mean. It's actually from the 90s and it's one of my favorite anime and it's called Yu Yu Hakusho. So, it's Hakusho? Mm-hmm. I thought it was Hakusho. Hakusho. <laughs> when I was reading it on the page, I thought so, it was pronounced Hakusho. So both of those are going to be shown in, and they actually the main character is a younger boy or a teenage boy, so it kind of fits it. Yeah. So funny little tidbit here about that one. So it's only available like online, and you you showed me that like website or app, whatever it is, Crunchyroll. Mm-hmm. Crunchyroll. So when we first agreed to do this episode weeks ago... I signed up on the website and I was like, oh, it gives you like a 14 day free trial so you don't have to watch ads. I'll go ahead and do the 14 day free trial. Well then, like, I set a reminder on my phone for like the day before the 14 day free trial ended. And so the, four, the, the reminder on my phone came up and I was like, shit. I still have to watch it. I still have to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> so I ended up canceling the free trial, of course. And then I'm like, this was like three weeks ago. And then it finally came time for me to watch it yesterday. Cause I watched them all this week. Like I did one a day just this entire fresh. week, just so it'd be fresh in my mind for, mm-hmm. the, for the show tonight. And so yesterday when it was time to watch this show, I was like, shit, I don't have the free trial anymore. And I'm on this app. So I saw, so I have two email addresses. I have my personal Gmail account and then I have the podcast Gmail account. Originally I'd signed up on the podcast Gmail account. So I created another account <laughs> under my personal email account so that I could do the 14-day the free trial just so I didn't have to watch the ads. <laughs> and then as Cr- soon as I was done with it, I went and canceled it. <laughs> Crunchyroll, you heard it. You need to come at her. <laughs> so um, anyways. So, so some of the other ones that we have is we have a fantasy genre. So these are, you know, themes of fantasy worlds, dreamlike locations, magical events, like all all things magic, you know, fantasy dreamlike, like I said. And I'm usually a huge fantasy fan, so. <laughs> um, and 
majority of these are going to be like adventure type show, <clears throat> shows, excuse me, that the the main character is going to be very overpowered. Is basically what the shows are. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you caught that in the first few episodes of this anime, which was Sword Art Online. Yeah, this one, main character, you know, I don't want to go too much into it because we'll talk about it later, but he basically gets stuck in a video game. So very common, I guess, in these. Um, another one we have is Sinin, Sinin. I don't know exactly how to pronounce it. I was, I read it as Sinin. I don't know. I, um, I'm not a professional at But this that, one, so, so th- it's kind of confusing because Shonen was younger boys, teenage boys. Sinin refers to youth. I don't know how it's different, but it's more of a Sinin manga, which their target audiences are going to be a little bit older of a crowd. So think of 18 to, you know, my age. You know, I guess you could say right now, millennials is kind of what that scene would look for. Yeah. Um, and the one in this one is One Punch Man. People who know One Punch Man, this is a very popular one because of the comedic relief in it. And we'll go into that a little bit later on. May not for you, but for its target audience <laughs> like me, there, there's a little comedic relief, Jen. Nobody could see the look on my face, but Troy, I wish everybody could have. Um, another one we have is a mystery thriller. So this is also one of my favorite animes I've ever watched. And it's weird because I normally like the action-packed fighting scenes, doing whatever. Yeah. This one doesn't have that. No, it didn't really have a lot. Which which is different for me, but it's it's Death Note. Death Note is also a, a very popular... Well, I guess all of them are very popular if you haven't caught on yet. That's why I had her watch them. Um, it's but, definitely not a show that you... It's not something that you would picture when you think of anime no it's not you would think of like i would think of it as them trying to make like a live action like tv show or something yeah um but the mystery thriller it focuses on unresolved questions that surround you know those main characters or their efforts to find answers um whether it be deadly diseases you know murder cases um, a sinister past of a character, different things like that. It's kind of what that genre goes off of. Mm-hmm. And I feel Death Note kind of goes along the way with that for sure. Yeah. Um, and then lastly, we have another one, which is Dark Fantasy, which this anime gen, just so you know, is going crazy right now around the world. Really? Yes. It is one of the biggest animes ever I right did now. not know that. And that is Attack on Titan. I mean, I'd heard of it before, but... Mm-hmm. Attack on Titan is taking the world by storm right now because the... So, kind of another thing, a little backstory for anime. The manga always comes out first because the animes are based off of those mangas. Right. Well, majority of the time, the manga is going to be done years before the anime is. So, Attack on Titan, we are waiting for the final part of the final season in Attack on Titan right now. Okay. Where you find the end of what happens in this world. Right. So it's it's one of the most popular popular show, not just animes, but probably shows in the world right now. Do you still watch it? Yes. Like currently? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm, I'm caught up. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, the last few years I've been very big into anime. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we're, we're waiting 
on that and we i mean the fandom right waiting on that to happen. i knew what you meant <laughs> um but the dark fantasy would be a sub-genre of fantasy um that incorporates disturbing and frightening themes of those fantasy worlds it often combines the elements of a normal fantasy with horror or gloomy dark tones um so attack on titan fits that perfectly <laughs> i feel like okay so that's kind of the introduction of it all. Yeah. Before we jump into each individual anime, do you have anything you want to say or any questions for me about like the world of anime, like fandom or anything as a whole? No, um, I don't really think so. I think I'm pretty ready to just jump in. Okay. No, so. no worries. Um, I did want to give a little tidbit as well. And honestly... I feel kind of bad that I didn't tell you this when you were watching this, Jen. Uh-oh. But one thing that I found a couple years ago is majority of intros for animes, they always have, like, this crazy, like, music going on or the theme song or whatever, you know? Right. Majority of them are 90 seconds long. Mm-hmm. And on these apps that you could watch them on, Crunchyroll, Netflix, Hulu, whatever, there's always a skip 10 seconds button. Right. So as soon as those intros come on, I immediately hit it nine times to completely skip well, the Netflix entire... Well, Netflix usually has the skip intro button. Yes, Netflix does. You're right. <laughs> everyone else doesn't... Everyone else inconveniences you and makes you watch the intros. But for anyone out there listening that hasn't figured this out, you could just skip the intro, hit it nine times, and it'll bring you exactly to the beginning of the episode. You're such a dork. I, I told you I love this stuff, Jen. I, I watch it all the time. I know. So, but, so let's, let's go ahead and start. Yeah, the let's jump The first in. one we had you watch was that one that's one of the big three. Naruto. Did I say it right? You said it right Yay! that time. It is Naruto. <laughs> so Troy set me up with some questions to answer for each one. And so I didn't do it for Naruto, but for all the others, I actually took notes as I was watching the, each episode. <laughs> Um, but I didn't do it for this one. I kind of wish I would have. Yeah. Now, uh, now that I have all the notes for the other shows, I kind of wish I would have taken notes for this one That's too. Okay. So before you but, get going, though, I did want to read kind of like the synopsis, the overview of okay. it, kind of. And then after that, let's read the actual questions before we actually start answering yeah. them as well. Yeah. So this one for Naruto, for anyone that hasn't seen it, uh, this is the original Naruto. So not Naruto Shippuden, not Boruto, anything going after it. Um, It it tells the story of Naruto Uzumaki, who is the main character. The show's named after him. Mm -hmm. Um, He is a young ninja who seeks recognition from his peers and dreams of becoming the Hokage, which is the leader of his village. Right. So in this world, Hokage is the most powerful person in their village, or you can compare it to like a town or city or whatever. Right. So that's his dream. So that's kind of the overview, just a little idea of what the Mm -hmm. show is. Mm -hmm. But like she said, I gave her some some questions or things to look into for these. So as a non-anime lover or person that watches, I wanted to hear your answers on these. So some of them were, what what is the character building? So like, did you feel any type of connection with the, the main character or side characters? Did you understand... Like, where they were coming from, like, mm-hmm. what their thoughts were. Uh, did you think that 
the main characters were interesting? Were they boring? Did you like the side characters better than the main character? Because right. sometimes that happens. Yeah. Um, you know, the, and then just like the world building. Like, did you get an idea of what this world is that this anime is built on? Not only the feel of it, but also what did you think of the anime styles? Mm-hmm. Like, what it looked like? Mm-hmm. Um, then, like, the what kind of, like, quote-unquote mood did you get from it? Did you feel like it was, you know, a gloomy thing? Did you find humor? Did you... Yeah. Was it uplifting and yeah. encouraging? And, <laughs> you know what I mean? And lastly, which is probably going to be a no across the board, <laughs> what is your likely, likelihood to rewatch any of these? So on that one, I did, I did rate them, like, 1 through 10. Ooh, I like that. I decided to do that instead of Well, being there's only like, six, so... Well, no, like uh, one least likely to watch, <laughs> oh. keep watching. Ten most likely to keep watching. I thought you mean you thing. rated them your favorite. No. <laughs> no, we can do. I can. We can do that though. We'll we'll have to maybe pause and let me think about it to figure out what my rating would be. <laughs> we'll figure you it know? out. But uh, no, I rated them like one through ten of like likelihood of watch. likelihood of to keep watching. Okay. So I'll get into that when I get to that section. Perfect. But so yeah. jump on in, Naruto. What you got? Um. So. Like I said, because I didn't really take notes on this one, I answered the questions like the day after I finished watching it. So I kind of had to like sit back and really think about it. So I don't have, I honestly don't have a lot to say about like written out for this one. Okay. So I will preface it by saying that. Okay. Okay. So I apologize. How dare you? (laughs) I know. I'm so sorry. Um, When I first started this, I didn't really understand what you meant by did you feel any connection or understanding when I first started answering these questions for this show because I was like how am I supposed to have any connection to an anime character there's (laughs) a lot you know what I mean like I really (laughs) but do you see what I'm saying though right like I didn't really understand how to answer that so I didn't have an answer for that and a lot of people see these as oh it's just a cartoon exactly that's how I saw it when I first started watching Mm -hmm. them I'm like it's just a stupid cartoon. Like, I don't understand. How can I connect with it? Like, what? You know? Mm-hmm. So I, I do have more developed answers for the rest of the shows because, like I said, I took notes as I watched it. So mm-hmm. I was able to really give mm-hmm. a more developed answer. Okay. But um, I will say, I'm sorry, but Naruto is really annoying. Like, the character himself. He gets... really annoying. He gets a lot better... <laughs> In Naruto Shippuden, which is like the second part of it. So not okay. not the second season, the second part. Okay. When they're like teenagers. Like a sequel? In a way, yeah. In a way? Okay. Yeah. So also, um, just for the people listening, I watched six episodes for also, this one. Also for the people listening and anime lovers, she watched it in dubbed, meaning she listened to it in English. Rather oh than God, listening to it, you're never gonna let that go. <laughs> rather than listening to it in the original Japanese, okay. and I reading am subtitles. not talented enough to pay attention to the action going Jenny, on while reading the subtitles Jenny, on the screen. You read books for fun, and, and I'm you can't not, read subtitles. I, that doesn't mean I'm still trying to pay attention to the action going on behind the reading. <laughs> I, you're talking to the person that can't type and talk at the same time. You think I can read and watch action too? I know. I'm just saying that. <laughs> I'm just saying that if you were to watch it with the original Japanese, I tried. I know. I'm just let me finish. Okay. If you sorry. listen, in, if you listen to it in the original <laughs> Japanese, and if you read through the subtitles, 
you get a real like true genuine feel of the reactions and emotions of the characters to whereas in English he's really annoying which he's annoying anyways when he's young but I feel the Japanese voice actor for him was so much better than the English voice actor I don't know why there's just some kind of difference there but anyways so go on Naruto is very annoying yeah I found him very (laughs) annoying I'm sorry um and if I pronounce any of these names wrong, I apologize ahead of time. I'll okay, guys. You. I'm not talking just to you. I'm just saying in general. <laughs> um, I'm pronouncing them as I think I remember them being said on the shows. <laughs> I'll, I'll correct you if not. So, um, Sasuke, with Sasuke. super emo. Mm-hmm. And is it Sakura? Sakura. Sakura. Hmm? Sorry, couldn't remember. She was slightly annoying just a tiny bit because she just kind of seemed like you know the typical teeny bopper character yeah like girl character you know what i mean yeah there's a lot of memes and people make fun of sakura and compare her to a trash can or like trash or whatever because on her team that she's on team seven Mm -hmm. with naruto and sasuke Mm -hmm. she doesn't do a damn thing in any of the fights or missions or anything they go on. Wow. And I think I think I ended watching like right after they formed the team. Like right when they I like, think it was right, right after, after their like first mission yeah, or something. It was, it was or like right their after first mission started or mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. So um and then and that was really like the only main characters that were really involved in it other than yeah. it, um, it builds it builds a lot more on them later on yeah but the if you remember the hokage yeah i remember so the that. old guy in the white and red, yeah i remember him he so he actually is a very very big part of the narrativeers oh, really? um he is one of the most powerful so they're called kages so a kage is like the leader Mm-hmm. And where Naruto is from, it's called a Hokage. But there's different Kages for different villages. Well, this third Hokage that you're introduced to, he is one of the most powerful Kages ever. Okay. And he's actually known as the Professor during the Third third Great Shinobi War, which you haven't gotten this far, I know. <laughs> but it's basically like a world war between ninja, basically. Okay. He's called the Professor because he had learned and perfected every type of... Um, it's called ninjutsu. So again, another like ninja magic mm-hmm. term, I guess you can think of it as. Yeah. That he learned and perfected every single one of them from his village. Mm-hmm. So he's very, very okay. big. Okay. The team captain of Team Seven. His name is um, Kakashi. Is he the one that takes with the little blindfold thing and the, the white hair? Is he the one that takes Naruto for ramen? No. No. He, no. I'm sorry. He's... That's Aruka. Okay, Aruka I got them. Sensei, yeah. I forgot. I get them mixed up. Kakashi is the one with the one blindfold and the yeah. white hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry. He's also one of the most powerful ninja ever. It okay. doesn't seem that way okay. in the beginning, but he's also a very, very big part all the way through Naruto Shippuden, like into the Naruto verse, mm-hmm. all of it. So there's there's a lot of side characters in the beginning that they do a lot of character building with them. Mm-hmm. And they end up becoming like co-main characters okay. with Team Seven. Okay. All right. 
cool. So, um, world building, I honestly I can't really like. What time period is this supposed to be in? Is this like modern day or like? It's it's a weird because you can't really tell like it's, on a it's first watch, you know? Yeah, it's something that I still don't fully know. Um. Because it doesn't look like it's in, like, ancient times or anything. So, looking it up, it's saying that it's based off of what would be, like, the 80s-ish. Okay. I could see that. Um, Now, in their world, it seems a little bit older than that, maybe. Mm Mm-hmm. But it's... But in our world, supposed to be compared to yeah. Okay, I could see that because they they start to have technology and things like that, but it's still based on like I guess you could say the old ways or something. I could see that. Okay, Um, I will say like the style of it, like you're asking about, Mm -hmm. was probably my least favorite out of all six. Really? Yeah. Even even compared to Yu Yu Hakusho, which is an older anime. Well, they're kind of about the same. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. In honest, in in my opinion, like yeah. in my like quote unquote rating of the <laughs> of the style <laughs> or whatever you want to call it, you know. Yeah. Um. And the when you ask like for the quote unquote mood that I got, like just basically like the training, fighting, you know, that kind of thing. Like the because like, it wasn't up, really like yet type. into any kind of like. Yeah. saving the world kind of thing yet or anything, you know? Yeah. So, and you learn a lot of it later on. So you're kind yeah. of at it. I will admit you are kind of at a disadvantage answering these questions, <laughs> but again, I didn't want to overwhelm you right. with hundreds of episodes. And watch. like I said, when we get to the, the next couple ones, I'll have way more developed answers because I but, took notes, <laughs> but with the world. So it's to give you a little, little insight on Naruto, the time period that you're in is a time of peace. Right. So I mentioned the Great Shinobi Wars, which are like world wars. Mm-hmm. There has been three of them in history already, which had killed millions of people, thousands of people, whatever you, however you want to look at it. So right now, they're after the Third Great Shinobi War, where it's a time of peace. Um, but and then before before the starting of Naruto, another thing had happened. So the nine-tailed um, fox. Exactly. The Which nine-tailed like fox. Inside of him? The like the power or like you can kind of think of it as like the spirit of the nine tails mm-hmm. is locked away within Naruto. Mm-hmm. He's called he is what is you'll find to be called a Jinchuriki, which means they hold the power of those tailed beasts. Mm-hmm. Um so and again, this is where we get into spoilers for anyone who hasn't watched <laughs> it. So Naruto's parents one of them was the fourth Hokage. So the third Hokage you see was the third Hokage before. Okay. The fourth Hokage was Naruto's dad, who actually ended up dying while he was sealing away the nine-tailed fox within his son. Okay. So that's why that's why you see the third now, because the fourth died. The third had to take back over, because there was okay. no one else. Okay. So Naruto... So that's why he's so old, too. Yeah, that's why he's so old. <laughs> And you know what's crazy is that he's still just as strong as he was in his prime. And yeah. the dude's like 80-something. It's like old. Dumbledore. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Harry Potter again. Well, I mean, he's like, um, in, in the end of the movies, he's like 150. Yeah. And he's like the most powerful one in the <laughs> universe. Yeah. So, you know. But Naruto, Anyways. so kind of getting where we were talking about earlier, that connection or feeling to the character. 
Naruto actually grew up without parents. Right. Because he was, the day his dad died, he was literally just born. Oh, I didn't like, realize it was like the day he was no, born. No, like, cut the umbilical cord, here's a nine-tailed fox. Oh, <laughs> I thing. didn't realize that it was like the day no, he was, was born. No, it I was literally it was like, like minutes. He was like a year old or no, something. No, it was like minutes after he was okay. born. Okay. Um, but that was the only way to save the village was to do that. So you that's why like his fourth Hokage choose did another person to put this in. He had to do it. The to his only son? other person that could do it was Naruto's mom, who was also protecting them from the Nine Tail Fox because she was the Jin Cherokee of the Nine Tail Fox. Oh. So she also died at the same time protecting her son in the uh. village. But Naruto, so he grew up a very bad childhood, and he was a bad child because he didn't have parents. They literally, the third Hokage who was supposed to take care of Naruto from his dad, uh, basically said, you know, here's a one-bedroom apartment, and I'll give you a little bit of money every month. To a newborn? Basically. And that's how Naruto grew up. So that's why Naruto is always so bad, why he's so annoying, why nobody likes him, why he's always looking for that recognition. Okay. Is a because, little more understanding. Yeah, so like I said, you, you have a little bit of a disadvantage. So yeah. that's why I wanted to, after you answer all of yours, give a little bit of backflow yeah. backstory to yeah. figure that out a little okay. bit more. So yeah, that's why that's why I, I wanted to get your opinion on these things, or to kind of get your view. Okay. Is because I, I have more knowledge on it because I've watched all of it. Yeah. But just to kind of fill in where you have things missing. Right, okay. And there's a ton more, but... Kind of like, it would take you know, a long me time. on the Harry Potter episodes. Yeah. <laughs> we could make multiple episodes on each anime. So. Yeah. But to prevent that, let's just kind of scoot on along. All right. What do you think? So you said one to ten earlier. Where are we at on the scale to watch? <laughs> We're at a zero. A zero? Yeah. Even after me telling you a little? Yeah, no. Oh, man. I can't. Not on this one. <laughs> it's not my answer for every single one, though. I will tell you that much. Okay. I hope there's at least one so. that's somewhere close. Yeah. So, and you're going to get that answer on the next one. I figured this next one. <laughs> so, we're going to we're gonna jump over the second shonen, and we're going into this fantasy anime. Yeah. Which was Sword Art Online, which is actually, again, just like all these, one of my favorite ones. But this is actually one of the first animes that I ever watched fully through. Really? Yes. Okay. Nice. Yeah, so I did I did like this one a little more. Um I feel like so there were there were a couple after this one that my answer is very low on the likelihood to watch again, but there were a couple that my answer is right about the same or even higher mm -hmm. than my answer to like to watch again, to keep watching for this one. Okay. So but I did I liked it more than Naruto, okay. um, I think because it had the fantasy element, yeah. and I've always been a big fan of the fantasy of the fantasy genre in general. Yeah, you know. Mm -hmm. um, well, real quick to give the backstory on this one now, Sword Art Online is based on the near future, is what they call it. Mm -hmm. um, basically, the main character, his name is Kirito, K I R I T O, Kirito. I cannot roll my R like that, though, um, so don't expect me to say it like that. <laughs> but he's the main character. <laughs> He is actually a person who did what's called a beta testing on a video game. Right. So beta is an unfinished product that is close to being done. Right. But in this world, they put on a piece of headgear that they basically fall asleep in, and it brings them into a virtual reality video game 
And the main concept behind this one is that the developer, developer of the game has a god complex and wanted to roll over his own world and locked all of the video game players within the world. Right. And they could not leave unless they died. And if they died in the game, they did in real life. Yeah. Which I thought was crazy. So that's kind of the backstory. So, yeah. So, okay. So let's start with the character building section. Okay. Um, I did like Kirito. <laughs> to say it like a D. Kirito. Kirito. Better than Naruto. Mm-hmm. He is not annoying, first of all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and... He was, to me, he's very emo. You know, he's a very emo character. And a a teenage, an emo teenager, basically. Okay. So it's pretty easy for me to connect to because I have a child that is an emo teenager. (laughs) (laughs) And we went to school with plenty of them in high school. Yeah, and I was friends (laughs) with them. So, you know, um, so I liked his character to begin with. Uh, Silica was kind of annoying, in my opinion. Asuna, is it Asuna? Asuna. Asuna, okay. Mm -hmm. I couldn't remember. Personality-wise, she was okay. She was a little dull in the beginning. Yeah, but she was like a badass fighter. Mm Mm-hmm. So. She was, what you don't see in the real life, as you see it, but not as much. She was a girl or woman that took video games seriously, so she was good at the game. Yeah. Which, like I said, they're out there. It's just not as common in the real life. And the Klein character I don't get because he just, like, randomly keeps popping up after their first meeting. Yeah, he randomly ran into him, and then within the world. But it just was, like, weird to me, though, you know? Yeah. Like, maybe I just was, like, reading too too far into it. I don't know. But it just seemed weird to me. I see it from, like, a video game perspective. Because yeah. when you get online, you just randomly jump in and then start playing with a friend. Yeah. So I kind of see it that way. Okay. Maybe he kind of, in maybe, the game, he maybe teleported somewhere. Maybe I didn't understand somewhere. because I don't play video games. So. Yeah, maybe. You know. Um, but, like I said, I liked Kirito. I liked him, the whole emo attitude kind of thing, mm-hmm. you know. Um and I think he even, like, wanted to meet up with Silica in real life once it was over. I think that's what he said at one point. Mm, I think so, along the lines. Something like that. Um, as for, like, the world building, I like, like I said, I liked this one because of the whole fantasy aspect of it. But I also really liked the premise of, like, the quote-unquote game taking over kind of thing, you know? Like, them being stuck in the game. Yeah. Like, I liked that premise of it. Because it, it adds I that... mean, I don't like the fact that if you die in the game, you die in real life. <laughs> I don't mean that part. But you know what I mean, though. Yeah. Like, if it, if there wasn't real life consequences... Yeah. It would have been, I guess, cool in a way. Yeah. But, you know, it, no, this one definitely does a lot of world building. Yeah. And, and, I, and I, mean, I feel like this one does it early compared to some as well. Yeah, definitely. And I like how they... Like, almost right away, just somebody, you know, a couple of them all start taking control and being like, this is what we're going to do. We're going to figure this out. Mm-hmm. You know, we're going to get out of this. Yeah. And, like, put together teams to and get a lot of through that is, all of it. And a lot of it is those gamer nerds who yeah. have experience with yeah. games. 
that knew so, to survive, we need people in a group. Yeah. Then. So I like that. Um, as for like the quote unquote mood, it was kind of just like a fantasy hero vibe yeah. for me. Mm-hmm. So um, one thing that I didn't really get though, that I did want to ask was why the beta testers didn't want to tell people that they were beta testers. Like, wouldn't it have been a, a bonus, like an advantage to be a beta tester? Cause you would have known. Yeah. But more I, things. Feel, I feel, I so feel why do people not like beta testers? The way that I saw it was because of they're stuck in this world and there is real life consequences that if you die in the game, you die in real life, that it, it would put stress and that, feeling of regret or something if as a beta tester you were leading someone and they died in the game but okay i understand that but like the other people that weren't beta testers were like angry at the players that were beta testers like they didn't like them they didn't i the way that i took it was they didn't like them because they didn't come out as beta testers they didn't come out saying I've done this. I've been here. This is what we need to do. Okay, so, so it was like they that, got, they were mad because it was like they were hiding it. Yeah. Okay. It built that... Um, like distrust. Yeah, distrust in them because okay. they weren't giving their knowledge. They weren't showing it. Okay, that makes a little more sense that's to me. The way, that's, that's the way that I took it. Yeah, because I mean, with only five episodes... For me, like you don't, I don't really get well, it that far into it. So that makes a little more sense to well, me. The whole, you have to say it that way. The whole beta tester thing doesn't really go that far into the anime. Okay. Well, I mean, that's they made the a big deal out of it in one of the episodes. Yeah. So that's why. Yeah, they do know. it. They do it early on, but once everyone's in the game, in like really in the game, mm-hmm. stuck later on, it kind of that concept kind of fades away a little mm-hmm. more. Um. Anything you want to? expand on and tell me before I tell you my rating, my likelihood um, to keep watching. Yeah, just that this one so th- with this anime it kind of falls into that that theme of the overpowered main character so in the fandom they're called MC's main character. Yeah, see I didn't really see him getting overpowered though so does that come see, later? And it starts to come later. So okay. one Because when you said that earlier when you were explaining the genres I was like like you saw my face, I was like, he didn't get overpowered. <laughs> so he he's not overpowered in the beginning, but he knows how the functions of the game work better than other people. Right. In the beginning, but I did like how smart he was. Yeah. Um, but later on, he starts to get really overpowered because he's leveling up, and he knows how and where to level up mm-hmm. faster than everyone else. There's that one point, and I think I don't remember if it was in one of the ones you watched or not. But he was escorting this younger girl to to help her with like a little quest that she had to do, and they were being attacked by these people who were killing other players. Like that's what they did. They were doing in the game was killing other players, and he was he got attacked by four people at once. But the damage that they caused would not out damage his healing factor because that's how high level he was. He was that healing. was on one of the episodes that yeah. I watched because it was when he, he was escorting the girl to get the revival flower. Yes, yeah. he was healing faster than four people could damage him. Yeah, that's how pow- more powerful he was. In yeah, because I think that's when they like when it came out that he was called the Black Swordsman or something like that. Yeah, I think that's the episode that it was revealed that that's what mm-hmm. he was called. He was like a level like 
78 or something like that. It was something. He was high level. Yeah. But later on, he also kind of gets a kind of a trope or something like that. He somehow gets favored by the game developer and gets a certain, like, skill in the game where he can dual wield swords. Where nobody else in the game has that skill. He can do what? Dual wield. Like, he can hold a sword in each hand and fight. Okay. It's just, it makes him more powerful than anybody else, basically. Yeah. But it, it definitely falls into that trope of that. But it's, it, it definitely builds more on the side characters later on as well. So, yeah. spoiler, him and Asuna actually fall in love. Aww. And they get married in the game and they get a house. It's, it sounds kind of weird. It kind of is. Yeah. But then, you know, big surprise, surprise, they beat the game and right. killed the game developer in the game. Um, they actually find each other and meet in person in real life before it goes on to the next part of the anime, the next like sequel, blah, blah, whatever. Mm-hmm. So just a little spoiler that her personality comes out a lot more. She's not as okay. bland and good because <laughs> I did like her character. You wanted to like, like her more. Yeah. That, I guess that's what it was. Like I wanted to like her. Yeah. So, um, I would say the likelihood for me to keep watching one out of ten, one through ten, maybe about a six. Ooh, that's a little bit higher than I thought. So yeah, maybe about a six. Um, I'll have to keep you posted if I actually do. So the the next I part am of it kind gets... of in the middle of a couple different shows right now. So <laughs> <laughs> the that one, the next part gets a little weirder in like more fantasy type. Mm-hmm. So just be on the be on, I, on the lookout for that, that. one. I think. There, there's two on this list that I think are the two that I would definitely keep like high probability. Rating, pro, thank you. I'm trying to think of the right word to use. <laughs> high probability to keep watching mm-hmm. because of the like the the genre, the type of show it is, plus like the the I don't know what the words to use are. I'm so sorry. I'm like failing today, guys. Um, like me wanting the, to know what happens. Um, oh, the you know what I mean? Yeah, the curiosity. Curiosity. Thank you. My, my my mind just went completely blank when I'm trying <laughs> to explain something. I'm so sorry. Um, yeah, like that one kind of left me with like that curiosity to want to know what happens. Yeah. So because it has that again that real life yeah. consequence, so you want to know what happens. Yeah. So. So, okay. all right. Okay. So the next one. Yep. Next one is One Punch Man. And so you told me to watch three to five episodes. Yeah. So I just kind of split it down the middle and watch four. Yeah, just because this one. <laughs> so with with One Punch Man, it it, it has a story behind it. Mm-hmm. But I feel with One Punch Man, you don't have like the story doesn't mean as much as in others, in a way. So yeah. if there's one punch man lovers out there that don't like my, this idea of mine, I'm sorry, but that's just how <laughs> I see it. Um, but with this one, it, it really plays on, and I told you this before, the trope of that super overpowered superhero right. that goes out and fights back. Right. So do you want to read like the synopsis of it first yeah. before we go into it? Yeah. So this one with one punch man, the overview is, um, it tells the story of the main character, Saitama, who I hope you re- you pronounce that one right. Is... Well, that one's pretty easy to pronounce. <laughs> um, 
he's actually a superhero who, because he can defeat any opponent with a single punch, grows bored of the lack of a challenge and starts to grow bored with life. That was your wand. Sorry, I hit the table. (laughs) Yes, I'm still playing with my wand, even though it's not a Harry Potter episode, guys. I apologize. (laughs) I'm a nerd. So, it's literally the name of the show. And he is the strongest person in this world, universe. Right. That can defeat anyone with one punch, and they die, Mm -hmm. (laughs) basically. Yeah. So... Okay, so right off the bat, um, the character connection, understanding, I really, one thing I did like about it was I liked his sarcasm. Yeah. I mean, anybody that doesn't know our family, you got to understand, like, if you are not sarcastic, you're not going to survive in our family. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much the truth. It's a good way to put it. Um, That's almost like the way that our family shows their love. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like... through sarcasm. It's like if you don't hate your best friend, you don't love them type thing. Yeah. In our family, if you don't make fun of each other, then you don't love us. Yeah, like, so so that's one thing that I did really like about it was the sarcasm. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of... And com- like dry com- humor. Yeah, there's a lot of comedy. Again, like I said, maybe not your comedy, my comedy, yeah. but there's a lot of comedy in One um, Punch Man. Other than his sarcasm, he was a little bit annoying. Not like Naruto annoying, but, you know, maybe... Stupid guy, annoying kind of thing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if you saw in the beginning, he was, uh, he was a businessman that could not get a job. He was super emo in the beginning too. Yeah, Because he hated his life because he couldn't get a job. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like he hated his (laughs) life. And even like right after he became like one punch man, like he was still like super emo because he just like wasn't happy. He's bored. He's bored with life. Yeah. That's what the show is. So, um. And then the world building, like, so when I was doing this, and I have to admit, because I, I didn't, I didn't realize until we talked about the questions when we started recording, when you asked, like, did you get a feel for the environment? Like, I answered these as, like, what, like, time period, like, what kind of area it was, like, that kind of thing. Like, I mm-hmm. didn't realize you meant, like a feel for it, like the style of it and all of that too. Mm-hmm. That's fine. So, Just whatever you took from it. I'm going to have to answer that on the fly. <laughs> yeah, whatever, whatever you took from the but show. But like for this one, like to me, it just kind of seemed like a modern day city vibe, mm-hmm. you know, but, um, I wasn't real into the style of this one either. Kind of like the first one, like Naruto. Mm-hmm. Um, this one was a little bit better in my opinion, but I just wasn't really that into it. Um, and the mood was just basically like, like you said, like making fun of superheroes. Yeah. So with this one, with that world building and one thing that I think, I think it's slightly mentioned in a way, but it's getting to a point where it's overpopulation as well. Mm -hmm. So if you saw one of the, one of the episodes where it's that giant person whose foot is the size of a city. Yeah. If you look down from his point of view, there's nothing but buildings and streets and everything. So it is modern, modern time, near future type feel, but it's overpopulation in these cities that these cities are getting crazy wild. Like Mm -hmm. they need superheroes to protect them because there's no way that a police force or anything else that could keep up with 
the area and the rise of the population and things like that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I did like the like the dream aspect that they did of like him fighting the like subterranean monsters yeah. and like that giving him the like the inspiration and, to like and he felt, love his life yeah, he and felt, then it ended up being all a dream mm-hmm. and then like the next day he goes out and, like the subterranean monsters are like these like puny little shits <laughs> in the street <laughs> and he in his dream he got that like exhilaration yeah was, that's oh, what i'm he saying was ready like, to go and right? so like when he woke up from it he was like yes like this is what i need because he you woke know? up he woke up because he heard something outside about subterranean right that's why he woke up so right. he was like oh shit it wasn't a dream yeah like, let's go yeah so but i, I liked that mm-hmm. so but um i will i will say the likelihood to keep watching on this one was a zero yeah i figured wasn't I really into this one i definitely figured this wasn't your cup of tea um not my cup of tea one thing about one punch man though is one of the he, he becomes one of the main characters but he's a side character in the beginning is actually one of my favorite anime characters. Really? Out of all of them. Just because of, I think he's a badass, the way he fights and everything like that. So it's not necessarily I mean, about like his... he literally just punches somebody No, 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 time. not Saitama. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I misunder- mishear yes, you? Yes, you misunderstood. It's the guy named Genos. Oh, his, his like disciple or whatever. Yeah, the yeah, cyborg. Okay. I don't know what it is, but just his fight scenes in this anime... Are so badass to me mm-hmm. like if you think of a superhero anime that's what i think of yeah but of course the main character is saitama who beats everyone in one punch yeah but i don't know just and it's a little bit I later liked, on i did like his determination mm-hmm. like anytime he, that i saw him in a fight in a fight in the couple in like the two episodes that he was in or something like that um if he was starting to like get beat like he was like no like yeah. get up there was finish some, this like something made him keep going he had a transformation or he had yeah. another weapon like another super yeah. so i like liked his power. determination i will say that um there's later on it's probably i think it's like episode eight or ten or something like that so you didn't get there yet yeah. but there's as you said genos wants to be a pupil of saitama right because he doesn't understand what saitama is but they have a fight scene later on because he Genos wanted Saitama to go all out to show him what he's got so he could try to understand him. And it is one of the most badass showings of Genos out of the entire anime hmm. because he is literally going all out against Saitama and Saitama's literally too fast, gets behind him, taps his shoulder and he's like, Hey, guess I win <laughs> because nice. he's so overpowered that nice. he literally gets behind him in a second. Wow. But did you catch the way that Saitama got his power? I don't remember. Probably, but I don't remember. You should have. He did 300 push-ups. Oh, yeah, I did. 300 I, squats. I feel like I and ran And ran a 10K every single day for like a year straight. I thought I put that in my notes, but I and guess I didn't. For some reason in this stupid anime, that one made him go bald at 25. Yeah. And two, yeah, so that actually did not. I did not catch on right away. Like it took me a couple minutes to realize that that was the same person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just funny that 
general exercise is what he did yeah. for a year straight and somehow got this universal destruction power. Yeah. It, it's ridiculous. It was I hilarious know. to me. I know. So. <laughs> so, again, zero. Not yeah. going to watch it. Yeah. No, nah, that's fine. Sorry. Yeah, teach their own. Yep. Um, so, going, this next one is one that I thought was going to be one of your top. Okay. Just because of the theme of it. Okay. So this next one is Death Note. And I watched five episodes. Mm-hmm. So just because it is that mystery thriller, mm-hmm. I thought that it was going to be one of your top and that you would like it because of the, you know, um, detective, like murder case. Yeah. Like, and also a little bit, in a way, fantasy feel of it all. Yeah. But I yeah, guess it's not. Yeah, I did have a not. slight fantasy feel. But I guess it's not not one of your top i didn't say that oh it's not oh i thought you didn't like it as much i mean i haven't told you what my rating was oh, for oh, it shit. yet i guess so, i'm I mean, jumping to conclusions yeah i mean we gotta wait and find out <laughs> once we finish talking about it then we'll find out what i thought so the synopsis of this one is basically it follows the story of the main character who is his name is light mm-hmm. don't know why his parents would name him light like l-i-g-h-t Oh, I kind of like it, to be honest. But, <laughs> but it follows the story of like, so he is Light a... Yagami. He is a, like, one one in a generation, like, high school genius. Yeah. Like, and super fucking smart. In his regular school, cram school, preparing for university, everything. But he, kind of similar to Saitama, he's getting, in a way, bored with life some. Mm-hmm. Because he's so good at it, basically. Yeah. Well, in this world, they're in Japan, and there's a thing in, called a Shinigami, which is a, you know, like, god of death, basically. Um, in this I just world, kept calling him a demon. <laughs> <laughs> in this world, the Shinigami have what they call a death note, and it's a little notebook that they write a name in, mm-hmm. and as long as they know what the person looks like and write the person's name... Within 40 seconds, that person will die of a heart attack. Right. Unless they put a specific day, time, and way that this person is going to die. Well, just like Light was getting bored of life, this Shinigami Ryuk was getting bored of his life. So he dropped his death note down to Earth to see what's going to happen. Well, come to hold, a genius finds it, not just a normal person. Right. I mean, and, but honestly, like, can you think of what would happen if it was like just some random, like, regular Joe that would have found it. I'm pretty sure that they would have tried it on friends and their friends would be dead. Exactly. But, (laughs) but (laughs) they're like, no way that this is real. Let me, let me just write (laughs) Troy's name down and see what happens. (laughs) You know? (laughs) So, um, but it follows light story on it. And he also gets a sort of God complex to where he, um, (laughs) yeah, to where he wants to be the God of a peaceful world. So he takes it under his own will to use his death note to get rid of all of the bad people in the world. Mm-hmm. So it just follows the story of him. And him with him being a genius, he has different ways to work yeah. around it and do it and da-da-da. Oh, it's so, so crazy. So what you got on death so, note, Jen? So, well, for the character section, like, he, like, the understanding part for me, like, he definitely, in the beginning, like, when he first found the notebook... He definitely seemed to go through, like, some serious moral questioning. Oh, yeah. He went through a lot. Like, you know, am I going to be a murderer? 
if I use this? Um, am I doing society a favor? Should I only use it on criminals? You know, and and don't know, forget, he's like a high school like am junior I, senior. Yeah, like he's, he's like a teenager, si- sixteen. Um, would this be considered evil? You know, things like that. Like it's mm-hmm. serious moral questioning. If I'm not actually doing the killing, yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> so that's why he was like, "Would I be considered the murderer if I'm not?" physically killing these people. Yeah. You know? Um, so I found that really, really interesting. Um, it's definitely a good way to start a a show to have that more to kind of pull someone in, Mm -hmm. you know, um, the God of death, the, what do you have? His name is Ryuk. No, no, no. What are they called? The Shinigami. Shinigami. Thank you. I couldn't remember. Ryuk is creepy. And for me, I think it's because he looks very similar to like the it clown just in like different color. (laughs) So that's why it was so creepy to me because I'm fucking terrified of clowns. But he loves apples though. He did love apples. Human apples are so much better than where he's from. (laughs) I'm like, what what kind of apples do you normally eat, dude? Like rotten ones? Well, did you see the world that he came from? True. Um, And... And the L character is super odd to me. Like, I really... So, the last episode I watched was when he finally told the police chief and the other officers that... The other police that were left on the case, like, I'll meet you at my hotel so you can finally meet me in person. But it didn't actually... Like, the next episode was when they were going to do that. Mm -hmm. So, I'm like, why is his identity a secret? Like, that is so weird to me. Because he's... He's the world's best, like, detective. Okay. Investigator. So he wants to keep his identity secret so that he no one will ever know who he is and no one will ever stop him from solving these mysteries. But see, that's just weird to me. It's, it's a part of the show. I know. <laughs> and, okay, I'm when they showed that Light's dad was the police chief, my jaw dropped and I went, oh I shit. <laughs> it, it's definitely a twist for when sure. I saw that. I was like, oh fuck. Like this is <laughs> not good. Like how, how is this kid going to get away with this? Well, and then like right after that is when he like admits to Ryuk that like he can use his dad's passwords to log into the police database and figure out what they've got and all this stuff. And I'm like, Holy crap. Like, this is insane. When I first heard that, I was like, okay, you're a genius, but how are you going to get away with this? Like, it's the police. How are you going to get away with this? I know. But he finds a way. That was insane to me. So, um, so the world building, it, to me, it was like the typical modern city, you Mm -hmm. know, other than the fantasy aspect with the Shinigami. Mm -hmm. Um, and I really, I did like the style of this one. This one and Sword Art Online are like my two favorite styles of all of them. Okay. Like the, what is it, like the drawing or the graphics? The animation. Whatever. Yeah, animation. Thank you. I couldn't think of the right word to use. Um, they were my two favorite out of all of them. Yeah. Uh, the mood that I got was like, of course, the mystery th- thriller, because that's like the genre. Um, but it also had like a lot of like the... Like I said, the moral dilemma in the beginning, the good versus evil kind of thing, mm-hmm. you know, so I kind of felt that. Um, just 
kind of going through some notes that I wrote. I, <laughs> I did write this. So in like, I think it was like the first episode, maybe it was the second, I don't remember. Um, Light comes home and his mom is like trying to engage him in conversation and like, hey, I made a snack. Why don't you come eat and sit down and talk? And he's just like dismissing her and like going up to his room and shutting no, the door. Good, yeah. And I'm like, I can definitely relate to that being the mom that's being ignored and dismissed by the teenager. <laughs> so I thought that was funny. Um, I did notice that like, just in like five days, like killed a shit ton of people. Cause they show mm-hmm. him like flipping through the notebook. He had like 10 pages. I know. I'm full like, of names. Oh my God. Like I, I didn't realize that it was just in five days until it was actually said in one of the episodes and I was like holy shit yeah so, so that was that that's that god complex I was yeah, talking about he took and, he took it under his own will to kill hundreds of people well, in a week and I mean he even said like it's also he, that that power hunger too yeah I mean he like he said he wanted to create like an ideal world without bad people you know and like he wanted to like basically be like a god like, he actually says that. Mm-hmm. And so it's definitely, like, that God complex there. Um, but what, what I did kind of find it funny that he still wants to be a top student and keep his top average, though. Yeah, I'm, I'm killing hundreds of people, but yet I need to keep my 4.0. Yeah. I you thought know, that I was, have to get into the university. I found that was really funny. And another thing that I thought was, that I, that I liked was the show is in Japan, but yet the FBI is involved. Yeah, well, L, L brought the FBI over. Well, I just, I know, but I just think it's funny. I think, I th- from what I remember, he did, L did that to entice, you know, Kita, the, whoever L's God character is, you that society. Light. Yeah, like, so like, the internet gave him that name, yeah. basically. There, he's basically bringing the FBI to entice him to try to figure out even more of who yeah. he is. But I just, I don't know, I just thought it was funny. Um, how did you like how quickly Elle found out that they were in Japan? You mean did you like notice by, that? by like narrowing it down to where they were? Yeah. So the way that he did it. I'm trying to remember exactly how he did it. Remind me. So somehow he found the first time that this had happened. So he used the information of all right, these killings the, that they the were the heart attacks. Took somebody hostage. Yeah, it was like a bank robbery. Or, yeah, or they were they were somewhere. Yeah. Um, but L took that all of these, you know, deaths were heart, just random heart attacks. So he went back and found that first one that happened. Somehow he found the first one, you know, in the plot, but yeah. found out that it was in that certain district of Japan. So he already figured just with his level of genius that he had, apparently, that it was in Japan. So right. he's going to start there. Right. So then they broadcast that fake right. L And they said news. that it was, like, worldwide, but then at the end they said that it was actually just mm-hmm. in Japan or whatever. Yep. So L came on his little TV screen with his little L that's yeah. on the screen with his voice changer. Yeah, was saying, yeah, yeah. You know, okay, now I remember. You know, I, yeah. I figured it would be here, you know, with this happening... We aired it here first. It, no one else has ever seen this just because this is where I thought you were. Thanks for proving me right is basically what he said. Right. 
All right. Okay. I remember that now. Sorry. Like within like two days, this yeah. happened. Um, so that shows the level of genius in the show that L has also. Yeah, definitely. So L and Light are, you know, two two sides of a coin. But I like how they use Light's intelligence. You know that he uses his intelligence to his advantage to use the to figure out how to use the notebook. Yeah. I guess to, actually what I should say is he uses his intelligence to figure out how to use the notebook to his advantage. Yeah. You know, by setting up deaths without knowing people's names or like without knowing their faces or whatever. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So I really liked that. Um, and like that's, the, that's his... the, the FBI stalker, the agent that like stalked him. Yeah. Like I liked how he did that, like how he brought him into the fold by like setting up like setting up a death of the the bus the, yeah the bus uh, the bus hijacker yeah I, I like that like he somehow had the, the the vision to look to think of this set up that death in a hijacking that that guy would get killed because he was getting trailed and the FBI agent had to stop the hijacking so then he found out who he was right it's exactly. nuts exactly it's crazy so in this one you could say that light superpower is his brain yeah, <laughs> basically. So okay, so you want to know my rating? Mm-hmm. My likelihood to keep watching? Yes. One through ten. Mm-hmm. I put a seven. Ooh, I was right. <laughs> it is one of your top ones. So this was actually my top out of all of them. My I, top I thought one. it would be. I thought so, it would be for sure. Sword Art Online is right below it at a six. Yeah. But this was my top one. Um, hey, that's, just, 70%. That's passing. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I really liked the, because I've always been a fan of like crime shows and like yeah. murder mystery kind of stuff, you know, that kind of thing. So I think that's what drew me to and this. And that's, that's why I thought they would bring you into this one. Yeah. Um, this one, it just, so to go on a little more, just like all the other ones, spoilers, um, it's it definitely brings into or builds on that interaction or relationship with light and l Mm -hmm. so later on in the show um light is actually known and where he's from as the genius that he is Mm -hmm. and a potential future like superstar investigator like his dad like he's actually known for that so l has a suspicion that it's light later on and actually brings light in on the team of the investigation. Oh. So somehow he has to use his intelligence to not only act as if he's investigating this case, but also be Kita, the killer who is making all these murders. Hmm. Interesting. Yes. It's very interesting. And then with Ryuk, the Shinigami, um, one, he loves apples, which is great. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> so, as you know from the beginning, no one can see the Shinigami unless they touch the Shinigami's notebook. Right. Or death note. So, L is so smart that somehow deducts that they put security systems in his house because he was, you know, they, he knew that they had suspicion of him. He was so smart to completely act like he was um, doing homework, doing whatever, and entices Ryuk with an apple, because he loves apples, to search his house, or search his room 
for all of the cameras and microphones because no one else can see Ryuk. Huh. He finds all like 42 of them or something in his own bedroom, like just one wow. bedroom. That's pretty smart. So he knows. So then he somehow knows how to get away with it. And one of the biggest parts of the first season is he uses a potato chip bag. He's acting like he's doing his homework and watching the news in cram school that as he pretends to be eating chips, he's doing his homework with his right hand and writing on a tear-off sheet of the death note in the potato chip bag with his left hand all at the same time. So not only genius, he's ambidextrous now and can do all this. Do you so, know anybody ambidextrous, by the way? Just random question. Not, I don't. Not fully, no. I know like people that can play sports ambidextrous, but not like mm-hmm. writing. Oh, sorry, I just hit my. There's a lot of uh, <laughs> baseball pitchers that are that are becoming. Our uncle is. Kervis. Yeah. Yeah. He bats left-handed. Uh, that's not really ambidextrous, though. He just he, bats lefty. Well, and he, um, I think he plays uh, hockey goalie, left-handed. Yeah, I wouldn't call that ambidextrous, though. I keep hitting myself with the one. But I would. Nah. I don't know, maybe because I'm not a sports player. Can he so throw with both hands? Can he write with both hands? I don't know. I don't think he's ambidextrous. Sorry, girl. I said sports playing ambidextrous, <laughs> not writing. But so yeah, L L and Light are two sides of the same coin. They're both geniuses. They Yeah. They don't fight each other, but they use their, their mind to fight each other in a way. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So it it definitely does a lot of uh, building on that relationship. So I definitely recommend, because I know you would like this one the most, once you have a chance, I would recommend you watch it. Even if it's something you have in the background, Mm -hmm. like when you're working from home or something. Yeah. I I, I feel like you would like it a little bit later on as it builds. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe. We'll see. So we'll see. So this next one is one of my all-time favorites and also one of the world's all-time favorites as we mentioned <laughs> earlier um we are going into attack on titan yes so guys when i when troy first gave me the list for the animes he told me five episodes so i was like okay i mean all the other ones are about five episodes so i can do that so i'm like four episodes in i'm like i, I didn't know you made it one that episode left like i'm almost <laughs> done and he texts, he sends me a text and he's like, so I messed up. And I'm like, what? Like, this is all it said. I messed up. And I'm like, what do you mean? It's like, so I told you to only watch five episodes of Attack on Titan, but I think you actually, ha- I think it's actually eight. And I was like, seriously? Like, I wanted to finish this last episode and go to bed. <laughs> but now do you so see why I, I sat that? up like an extra like two hours to finish all eight episodes mm-hmm. just for you but do you see why i said that yes now? no i i definitely understand well, now we'll and i'm there. glad that i did <laughs> but so attack on titan i don't really understand the time of the world they're in it seems kind of like medieval times almost yeah but there was something i but, don't remember but why spo- spoiler later on you find out that there's technology in the world well no so. there was something there was something that was said or shown or something that made me write down like a note that said like this is is this in medieval times i don't remember what it was but there was something specific that was either said or shown that made me think that yeah um i'm trying to look up when it actually was 
but it, it, the time frame is it's kind of different um okay so in this world this threw me for a loop just now Jen <laughs> in the world of Attack on Titan they're in the year 845 that's what it was it said the actual year it said so, that on the screen that's right okay well that's a little different but the overview of this one is it's in a world where humanity as we know is forced to live in cities surrounded by three enormous walls. And these walls are 50 meters high? Yeah, so I actually I actually converted that because we're on a different system than the rest of the world. Because we're idiots that have to yeah, be different. Yeah, so that is actually... How tall is that? Like 120... Where did I write that down? I know I wrote it. <laughs> Well, why you look that 164 up? feet. Okay. Yeah. So high. Sorry. Um, so they're in these giant walls that protect the humanity as we know from gigantic man-eating humanoids referred to as titans who are very creepy and look like just naked mannequins running around. Oh, God. That was like one of my questions was <laughs> why are they all naked? It's the show. And I don't why know. Why do they have those creepy fucking smiles? No, that was just the Smiling Titan. No, they all have creepy well, smiles. Kind of. Um, <laughs> so it, it follows the main character, Aaron Yeager, who, um, after seeing his mother die, vows to exterminate the world of Titans. Yes. So, Jen, go ahead. Okay, so Aaron, I liked him. But didn't um, at the same time. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> I mean, he's very much fueled by like his anger and hate of the Titans, which is completely understandable. Yeah. But at the same time, like his anger and like his self righteousness. He's selfish. Kind of gets a little annoying. He he's a little you know? selfish in a way. It seems. Um. Is it okay? Is it meek? Mikasa or Mikasa? Mikasa. Mikasa. Okay, I never want to pronounce him wrong, so you know. <laughs> I liked her. She was a little bland at times, mm -hmm. but I did like her. Um, she kind of seemed, to me, she seemed like she was fueled by, by her desire to keep Aaron safe. Like, he protected her after her parents were killed. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, and Armin just kind of seemed like the little sidekick. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, those are like the, pretty much like the, the main characters, like mm -hmm. the main, like the three main ones, you know? Yeah. Um, and again, I don't understand why all the Titans have to be naked and why they have to have those creepy fucking smiles. Mm -hmm. So creepy. It, it builds on that dark part of the dark fantasy genre. The creepy smile or them I mean, being naked? I mean, just them as a, them as a whole <laughs> and their, the way that they attack humans and want to eat humans. Okay. And uh, so, I don't know. I think out of the three of them... I even even though I like him and don't like him at the same time, I think Aaron would be my favorite character out of the three of them. Yeah. Uh, just because he's got more personality than the other two. Yeah. You know. Mm -hmm. um, so, building on them just a little bit here for a second. Um, Mikasa actually comes from a line of um, a line of her family called the Ackermans, who 
way back in the beginning, like the first king type beginning, mm-hmm. the Ackermans were like the bodyguards, like protectors of the king. Okay. So there's something within their genome, their DNA or whatever that wants to protect the royal royalty. Mm-hmm. And you come to find out later on that Aaron, who, spoiler, actually has what's called the founding titan within him. The founding titan derives from ancient royalty. Okay. So that's why there's always that part of a like drive for Mikasa to protect Aaron, to be okay. with Aaron. That kind of helps build that. Okay. And then Armin in the world of Attack on Titan is some grows to be some sort of a like genius, like yeah. strategist. Yeah. And becomes one of the best strategic minds in in the world. Okay. So. Cool. Um it did I did like that it said um <laughs> You just made me think of David. I did it. <laughs> Sorry, guys. He's so cute, guys. My son, my him. son's one and a half, starting to talk, and he learned how to say "I did it," and it's one of the cutest things in the world. I know, and I still love how he <laughs> says "Tia." We call me Tia, and so he goes, "What? How does he say? You say it really? Yeah, 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 yeah." It's yeah. 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 <laughs> so cute. Anyways, um, so. The kind of like a couple notes that I put about characters and stuff, like uh, I noticed, like there were like three main groups of like their quote unquote police force, mm-hmm. which was like the garrison, which to man the walls, um, the scouts, which were like the warriors, mm-hmm. and then the MP, which were like the actual police. Yeah. Um, and for some reason, it seemed like anyone that didn't want to be an MP looked down on them, like made fun of them for wanting to be an MP. Because because in this world, the scouts and the garrisons are the ones fighting titans. So the so MP is like the cushy going, safe job. If you're going into the military and you go to be an MP, you're safe behind the walls. Okay. That's, that's kind of what That's the way that they look like. like. That's the way that yeah. they look at it. Um, there was a quote. And I don't remember where this, where in the show it was. I think it was something that Aaron said to Mikasa when they were being attacked by that other dude when after her parents were killed. And there was like that third guy that came. Okay. And was like attacking them, and he was about to kill Aaron, and like she came and like killed him. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's when it was. I don't remember. <laughs> but I just really like the quote because it's like kind of like true to like this world basically like our world like real world yeah real life it says the world's a cruel place if you want to live you have to fight mm-hmm. I mean the world that I know you know yeah like I just I don't know <laughs> I just really <laughs> like it um and when they graduated from like the cadet school it did say that it had been like five years without incident and then like that day, the, the mm-hmm. Titans attacked again. I'm like, you're like, you're jinxing yourself. Like, why would you even fucking say it? Plot. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> kind of like when you tell your wife, like, David's been eating really well lately. And then he throws his food. And yeah. then he throws his food on the floor yeah. and he won't eat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so seeing, seeing the first Titan, what'd you think? The red dude? The colossal Titan? Is that what he's called? Because I called him the Red Titan. 
<laughs> and then the other one that was like red and gold, I called him the red gold titan. The in armor, my notes. the armor titan. Yeah, he's the red gold titan in my notes. <laughs> so the colossal titan. He just looked like a humanoid body with no skin. Basically. Um, <laughs> so he is a sixty meter tall uh, titan. Which oh. they way over exaggerate sixty meters in this show. <laughs> Later on, when Aaron and his Titan spoilers, and Aaron's Titan starts fighting the Colossal, it makes him like the size of his ankle. When <laughs> Aaron's supposed to be fifteen meters tall, <laughs> so they way over exaggerate the yeah. size. Um, but the Colossal Titan is the first one you see. Yeah, um, happens in a split second. And yeah, and then he, like, disappears. Yeah, he disappears in a split second. So, you get an idea of it from what happens with Aaron. So, uh, the reason I told you to watch eight episodes is because you come to find out Aaron is what's called a Titan that Shifter. That was such a what-the-fuck moment <laughs> when that happened. Because, like, the episode before was when he was, like, swallowed by the other Titan. Mm-hmm. So, I was like, and I think I even texted you. and was like, is Aaron really dead? And, then and you I said, were like, what? I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't remember that. And of course, we have a cousin named Aaron, too. So you were probably like, what the fuck are you talking about? I knew what you meant. <laughs> um, so you come to find that he is what's known as a Titan Shifter. Mm-hmm. There are, in the series, there are nine total. Okay. So if you can't tell where I'm going with this. So there's somebody there. The that Colossal turns and the Armor Titan are Titan two. Shifters. Okay. So do you, whenever they went through training, did you hear the names um, Reiner and Berthold? Did Probably, you hear those names? Probably, but I don't remember. Okay. Um, I think it was in their training, but they infiltrate the Paradise Island where they are in the mm-hmm. world from another country outside that we don't know of yet yeah. called Marley. So they are known as Titan Warriors. In this other country, they are raised, basically, to be these Titan Shifters for the Marleyan army. So that's why they appear and disappear in an instant. Because Titan Shifters can, you know, if they cut their hand or injure themselves somehow, it brings on the transformation. I don't know why. But you'll see they, like, bite their, like, rip their skin off their thumb and they start doing it. Um... But that's why he appeared out of nowhere on the outside of the wall and then kicked the door open and disappeared. Mm-hmm. It's because they can transform like that. See, I got really suspicious of Aaron when he saw the Red Titan. I'm, I'm going to keep calling him the Red Titan. The Red <laughs> Titan. And then was like, he just disappeared out of thin air. Like, where did he go? And so, like, I honestly, like, bef- and this was before Aaron was shown to be a titan what do you call him a titan shifter he's, he, his he titan is actually still, called the attack titan well but he was still like you thought he was just still a regular person mm-hmm. and so he was like he just disappeared out of thin air and so like my mind I have a very pessimistic and suspicious mind to begin with so <laughs> my mind immediately went is he somehow causing this is he dreaming like what is this because it showed up when he was on the top of the wall, and then when he started to fight back, it disappeared out of nowhere. So, is it like, so is it I'm haunting like, him? Is he somehow controlling this? 
Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's mm-hmm. where my mind originally went. Mm-hmm. So, and then when it showed that he was like the Titan, I was like, when when that when he first came in as the Attack Titan, I was like, that's got to be because it didn't tell you who it was, but I was mm-hmm. like, that's got to be him because he's like attacking and killing all these other ones. So I'm like, that's got to be Aaron, right? Like. What else could this be, you know? Mm-hmm. And so then when he came out of, like, the back of the neck, I was like, hold up a minute. Like, so does that mean, like, every Titan has an actual human in the back of their neck? And that's why that's, like, the kill spot? No, I don't and think... And you don't have to actually answer that if no. you don't want to. I'm just... No, that's no. where my mind was. Like, that's what I was thinking, you know? So they call them um, pure Titans, the naked ones. Well, they're all naked. I was about to um, say, what? The crazy ones, the smiling ones and everything else, they call them pure titans. And okay. what happens is you find later on in the show that, remember the country of Marley that I spoke about? Mm-hmm. Um, there is a race of people called Eldians who are, you can kind of think of it as the way that Germans looked at Jews. It's kind of the same thing. They even wear like armbands with like symbols on it. Oh, nice. <laughs> um but whenever There's they... a lot of German influence in this show. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I noticed that. It's, no, seriously, it's similar to the way the Germans created... Like, not created... Uh, uh, the way the Germans treated the Jews and everything. Yeah. Very similar. But okay. the, anyway, what sorry. happens is Marley knew of this Paradise Island where, where the walls are. And this was before the walls. But they knew of this island. And this is where they would take Eldian crim- criminals and things like this. And they would inject them with some type of serum that they had that would create, that would turn these people into pure titans. So that's how they have first appeared like a hundred years before the show began. Mm-hmm. And that's why the walls were originally put up. Mm-hmm. Okay. The walls were put up because the first king was Eldian and he wanted to protect his people from the world. Okay. Now, remember I mentioned earlier about the founding titan? Mm-hmm. The Founding Titan has the ability to control, change, alter, whatever, to Eldian people. So what happened was the king created all these walls, they created everything, and then he used the power of the Founding Titan to influence his people to not remember life outside the walls. Oh. So that's why no one knows anything about outside the walls, because he erased it completely from memory. Wow. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, talked a little bit about the world and characters. Um, one thing I think is funny about Attack on Titan. So, I mentioned the, the name Ackerman earlier. Mm-hmm. Well, you come to find the quote-unquote world's strongest soldier that fights Titans. His name is Captain Levi Ackerman. Okay. He's And he is the best scout. He's is he related to Mikasa? Distant? Distantly, I okay. think, yeah. Um, but... You know, he is the best soldier that they have. But what's funny is that he's only like 5'4". <laughs> Total opposite of a Titan. He is tiny, but because of his bloodline, the Ackermans and everything, he has more yeah. natural strength and yeah. like their reaction time and senses. Hmm. And Interesting. I just always thought that was funny. Interesting. <laughs> so as for the mood, um, I basically was like fight for survival kind of thing. Um, and of course, like the fantasy theme with the Titans, it to me like I don't really 
feel like the dark fantasy. I just felt like it was a fantasy genre. Well, the darkness is because of the... You can feel it as, like, the horror of what these humans are facing. Okay. Because, as you saw, whenever... In the beginning, whenever they broke the gate and Titans were flooding into the the first town, the Shiganshina district, I think I pronounced that right, where Aaron lived. Yeah. Just the, the destruction and horror and everything that happened. Okay. I mean, if you, you saw the what I mentioned, the Smiling Titan earlier, mm-hmm. which come to find out, that's actually a, I believe, a past queen that turned into a pure Titan, by the way. So she's part royalty. Yeah, uh, nice. But the way that she... Aaron's mom was caught underneath rubble. She picked her up and just bit her in half. Yeah. Okay, well, That's I That's that see- dark okay. feel. I can understand that then. Okay. Um, as for the likelihood to keep watching, one through ten. Mm-hmm. I'd say maybe like a four, four to five. Okay. Just, and honestly, the reason that it was not any lower is... <laughs> It was really because I wanted to find out what happened to Aaron. Because it <laughs> ended with like him coming out of the Titan form. Yeah. From when I stopped watching. So I'm like, what? I, honestly, I was like, maybe I should just watch the next episode real quick just to find out what happened. But it was like... Like, why was he this? 11.30 at night. And I was like, I have to work tomorrow. Like, <laughs> I need to just go to bed. Like, I can do this another day. <laughs> so. So, yeah. Do you want me to spoil? No, because no? I might, I'm, I might just like Wikipedia well, it and like just read about it. So Aaron becomes a very, very big part of this world. Well, I mean, I assume. Well, yeah, he's the main character, but I mean, <laughs> because I mentioned earlier, his attack titan has the powers of the founding titan. Mm-hmm. That plays into everything in the future. Along with everything in the past. I'm right. going le- to leave it at that for you. Right. Okay. Because. <laughs> Sorry, I'm turning pages that, in my notebook. That so right there, the right page. saying that it has everything to do with the future and the past is a very big like clue into Aaron's powers in the future. Okay. I can't say anymore because you don't want me to spoil no, it. No, I know. I'll, I'll probably um, like Wikipedia it or like YouTube, you know, do a YouTube video that explains everything. Like I said earlier. Because I honestly don't know if no. I would actually just sit and watch all the episodes. I, I don't know if I have the patience for it, to be honest. Yeah. Just um, <laughs> what you could do, look on YouTube for what to know before the final part of Attack on Titan. Oh, that's a good one. Because they'll, there will literally be like a 30-minute YouTube video. Yeah. That'll explain the main points of yeah. everything leading up. Yeah. That's but, a good idea. Like I said earlier, we're waiting, the fandom, we're waiting on the final part of the anime. Yeah. And it is going to be huge. Huge. For this world that we're watching. I wish I could have seen his face when he said that word. It was funny. I exaggerated my lips to say huge. <laughs> um, but I'm, I'm very excited. This is one of my favorites. This is actually... I want to say this is Attack on Titan is my first introduction into anime. Isn't there a hat on your kitchen table right now that has the logo yeah. or like the emblem? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I it thought had, I it's saw a green it hat. It's a green hat with the scouts emblem on it. Yeah, I thought um, I saw it earlier. But my my friend Michael from middle school. No. Um, I believe Which we still need to have him on a show. I know. On an episode. I know. I need to talk to him. <laughs> but I believe it was like 2013, something around there. 
that I went over. I went to hang out, you know, have a few beers, whatever, with him and his friend. And I show up at their house, and Attack on Titan is on. So they restart the episode for me. And that was my first introduction ever to anime. Hmm. I feel like you watched anime when you were younger, though. Okay, let me rephrase that. My first introduction to... I guess really comprehending modern and like newer and yeah getting into like the fandom so I grew up watching Dragon Ball Z yeah and Dragon Ball which growing up I didn't know that was an anime I just thought it was a show that me and you Pam grew up watching cartoon. me and Pam loved it and we still love it to this day yeah um, every kid that was that grew up in the 90s I didn't I well, grew up in the 90s and I didn't watch it every shut up Jenny people <laughs> like me and Pam that grew up in the 90s, love Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. So it, it's just wide known because it's, I don't know, just the, the fighting and everything into it. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't make you watch it because I wanted you to get more, like, I guess, newer gen type stuff mm-hmm. with, with these. But I grew up watching that and I just, I never realized it was an anime. Yeah. So, and that's back when it was on, like, Cartoon Network, like, Toonami type stuff. Yeah. Like, back then. Yeah. <laughs> so. But Attack on Titan has been one of my all-time favorites, for sure. But now, I put one on here as a bonus. And I put on here as a bonus because it's in the same genre as Naruto. It's a shonen. Yeah. But um, I want to put it in here because it's one of my, one of my tops, for sure. Uh, but also because... He said that about every single one, guys. <laughs> you know, you don't have to make me feel bad. Um, but it's it's actually, like I said earlier, a 90s yeah. shonen. Yeah. And you can definitely tell by oh, yeah. the animation style <laughs> that it is older. And, like, and just like the the like clothing that they put the characters in. And the way that they and talk everything. and yeah, like everything. I... Um, but this one is Yu Yu Hakusho. Yes. So... Uh, Yu Hakusho, it follows the main character, Yusuke Yurameshi. He is a teenage delinquent, and by teenage, they mean, like, 14, by the way. Really? Yeah. I didn't realize he was that young. No, yeah, he's, like, 8th, ninth grade. I thought he was, like, <laughs> 17. No, he's young. Um, follows a teenage delinquent who is uh, actually struck and killed by a car while attempting to save a young child's life. So he's he'd always been a, a young delinquent, never does good, never does good in school, <laughs> um, never has good grades, nothing, always fighting. Yeah. But for some reason, this one point, he sees this kid chasing a ball into the street, and who's about to get hit by a car, and he decides to try to do something good and save the kid, but it ultimately cost him his life. Right. So. So, my thoughts on this one were, um, as for the characters, I really liked the sarcasm of Yusuke and Botan. Yeah. And I really liked their, like, sibling dynamic. Like, they acted like siblings. Mm-hmm. They behaved like siblings. And I, it, honestly, like, the way that they would, like, argue or pick on each other and stuff, it honestly kind of reminded me. Of you and I. Yeah. It's like she she's his older sister, like trying like, to watch out for kinda, him. But like the way that she would like pick on him or like the sarcastic remarks she would make to him and like the way that he would like respond, like 
it honestly kind of reminded me of the two of us. <laughs> so I really liked that dynamic between the two of them. Um, I do think Botan was my favorite character in this one. Really? Yeah, I liked her a lot. Um, Kuwabara's voice was really fucking annoying. I hated every time he opened his mouth. Come on, Yusuke. I hated. Oh, you did that really good. I told you I liked the show. <laughs> I'm kind of impressed by how well you did that. I know. It was almost like, hey, Bichuid. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> if you didn't watch our last episode, please go back to Aliens and you'll hear all about Richard. Richard. <laughs> I made stickers that have that on there, too. Uh, but so, yeah. His voice got... I, I couldn't stand any time he started talking. I'm like, shut up. <laughs> um, and then, what was the other girl's name? Um, uh, um, Keiko. Keiko. Yeah, Keiko. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry, it took me a second to remember. <laughs> um, I liked her. Did not like Yusuke's mom. Just a <laughs> complete irresponsible alcoholic. Yeah. It just, like, didn't fucking care about anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> there were two things about... There were two things that I really, really hated about Yusuke. There were two things that he did that okay. I really hated. But, of course, this was... The show was in the 90s when... Sorry, I just hit the thing with my wand. When these kind of things were seen as funny and comedy nowadays it's not seen as something funny okay okay but like the first interaction yusuke has with keiko is him walking up to her and lifting her skirt up and looking and commenting on her underwear (laughs) and then at another point he um he goes i have it in my notes hold on like when he is like quote unquote possessing Kuwabara's body mm-hmm. to go to Keiko and he has to convince her that he is Yusuke the way that he does it is he walks up behind her and like puts his arms around her and like gropes her boobs and is like oh these are squishy like I'm sorry what and like she knew it was him because he did that like like you said, like it was I said, in the 90s. I know it was, it was in the 90s. 90s. Like shit, like that was okay back then. But like, for me watching it now, I really hated those two things. Yeah. Other than that, I mean, I mean, I can see, but again, like you said, based yeah. in the 90s, so, it's, it's a shonen for younger teenage boys, right? Like, so, but I can, but like you said, you can definitely tell this is an older anime by the animation. Um, I liked that they had. Botan, like how they did her character because she's supposed to be like the Grim Reaper. So like when you think of the Grim Reaper, you think of like how Yusuke said, like somebody like a in a cloak with a sign. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so instead you have this pretty girl in pink you know, in a pink uh, with pink hair or blue hair and a pink dress and giggly mm-hmm. and so I liked that. Riding, riding a broom like a witch. Yeah. <laughs> um the the king the king in of the spirit world. He's not the king. Well, like the king's son. He's like the prince. Or whatever. I guess you could say. Yeah, I don't know. 
Um, I love that how, like, when they tell Yusuke he's going to go see him, he's, like, all freaked out. Like, he's going to be this, like, giant guy. Like, I got to get ready, like, to beat him up or whatever. And he, mm-hmm. like, starts laughing at him because he's, like, the size of a toddler. With a pacifier in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so, I did think it was funny, too, how, like, did you, do you, have you noticed, like, some of the characters have accents that they sound like they're from, like, New York or, like, New Jersey mm-hmm. or something? I'm like, why do they have Jersey accents in Japan? I don't know. <laughs> it's what they what they chose and thought it would be good. I just thought that was funny. Um, I could definitely kind of can. Oh, I don't know if you want to say connect with, but you definitely feel like Yusuke pessimistic mm-hmm. because I'm a very pessimistic person. So I could definitely kind of relate to that. You know, um, I'm definitely a. Glasses half empty, if not already fucking empty, as at all, at, you know, to begin with, kind of person. <laughs> so I could totally get where he was coming from whenever he's being pessimistic. Yeah, you know what I mean. A um, lot of a lot of his like, demeanor and everything too. It it not to give him an excuse, but it stems from his mom. Oh yeah, and so like, you that's could see why understanding. You Understand, could see why he's you know. a delinquent. Exactly. So, as for, like, the world building, I mean, like, the actual world that they're in, like, it just seems like a regular city just in the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> and, again, like I said, when we did the, when we were talking about the Naruto episode, um, wasn't really my favorite style of animation. Um, just, yeah. I don't really have a specific reason. Just it wasn't. It just looks older. <laughs> I guess I just kind of liked the the more realistic looking ones, like Death Note. No. I don't know, but um. And then as for the, like the mood, it was like what I put is you know maybe it's because I only watched the first five episodes, but to me it felt more like a fantasy genre, with the whole dying and having the you know possibility of coming back to life but I have to yeah. do this quest first basically mm-hmm. you know like that to me yeah. felt like a fantasy genre maybe it goes can. on and becomes the well you know later on the rest of the genre yeah. you said it actually was but the first five episodes so basically just feels like it's definitely a shonen just because there's tons of fighting and powers yeah. and things like that in it um, That's just not in the first five no. episodes. It's, I can see the fantasy part. I mean, I feel like a lot of the shonens can be somewhat fantasy, because yeah. even in Naruto they have like these magical ninja powers. Yeah. So it's kind of fan- fantasy. They have talking dogs at one point in Naruto. Dude, I wish my dog could so, actually talk. That'd be fucking awesome. I feel like it'd be annoying. I don't but, know. My dog is annoying anyway, so you mean. So I feel like a, I feel, <laughs> I feel like a lot of the shonen uh, can be fantasy, but later on in in the season in the show, it definitely brings out a lot more fighting. A lot of yeah, like there's at one point a, what they call a dark tournament, which mm-hmm. is like in the spirit world, mm-hmm. fighting against all these powerful like mm-hmm. strong people and stuff. So there's definitely the the shonen on it speaking of the spirit world i i thought it was so funny when they had to walk through like the what they called the hall of decisions to get to the the toddler dude uh um, yeah i couldn't remember his name <laughs> i didn't write it down 
Um, but I thought it was hilarious that like the hall of decisions is full of like these demon looking creatures that are working like they're in the stock exchange. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what the, the ogres. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think Yusuke even makes that comment. Like, what do they think this is the stock exchange or something? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's funny and kind of a side, like side note a little bit. So Koenma's father, the king of the spirit world is actually called King Yama. Right. That's what I kept... What's funny is one of the main characters in the original Dragon Ball, or no, he's in Dragon Ball Z, is King Yama. He's in what they call, I think they call Otherworld in Dragon Ball. Mm-hmm. But when they die, they get little halos by their head and they go up at Otherworld. King Yama decides if you go into their version of like heaven or hell. Hmm. So it's funny that in Japanese culture, it's in two different... Interesting. <laughs> Two different anime. Interesting. Um, but Yu Yu Hakusho, it, it definitely starts out a little bit slower. Yeah. Um, it's trying to build up some of the character mm-hmm. on it. Um, I did definitely like it more than Naruto, Naruto mm-hmm. or One, Ch- One Punch Man. Not as much as the other three, though. Yeah. It, Like I said, it's a little bit slower in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um and for shonen fans, it builds up and gets into it. Um, but what I like about Yu Yu Hakusho, and kind of similar to Naruto as well, is that the main character 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 isn't immediately overpowered. Mm-hmm. They they have to work. They train. They put in you know hours to get to where they need to be. Things like that. Mm-hmm. Like in in Yu Yu Hakusho, Yasuke or Yusuke, I mean, he gets his ass kicked. The lot. Yeah. <laughs> Until he gets to a point where he figures out his powers and he gets there. And right. So I like that they went that way with Yu Yu Hakusho. Okay. Um, but you also find out later on that he is able to come back to life. Well, he did. That was the very end of the last okay. of the episode I watched. I didn't know the last episode that I watched. He becomes what's called the spirit detective. Yeah. That was the very end of it was when he found out that's what he becomes. Mm-hmm. But then, but then that's where it ended. Yeah, he becomes the spirit detective, which is basically like the protector of the physical world on Earth, kind mm-hmm. of. Who is on Earth, but has these powers to fight these spiritual and de- demonic entities, basically. Um, so he he watches over Earth as a fourteen year old child. Yeah, I also think I it's definitely funny. want a fourteen year old child watching over the Earth for me. Um, I definitely like that. <laughs> Eventually, <laughs> come to find out, Kuobara has sensitivities to spirit world and powers and stuff as well. Um, well, I mean, they kind of showed that to begin with because he, <laughs> he would get what he called the, the tickle feeling. The tickle feelings. Not the tickle feeling. Um, <laughs> but uh, I think it's hilarious that they're going into these spirit worlds and like these demonic planes or whatever, blah, blah as 14, 15-year-old kids, and they're completely fine with just jumping into a hole and going into it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I No, I would hey, not do that. 30 years old and I'm not jumping into a <laughs> hole. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> 14-year-old kid? <laughs> no. No, I'm good. Um, so my likelihood to keep watching? Mm-hmm. So this one was a no for me. Mm-hmm. This one was a zero. But... I, like I said, I did still like it more than One Punch Man or Naruto. Yeah. Um, 
I just don't. It just wasn't. You're just not into Shonen. Yeah. No, I. <laughs> You're just, not a teenage boy, so you don't like them. Well, I mean, thank God, but. <laughs> <laughs> just I sometimes wasn't really have the mind in, of a teenage boy. In the that kind of thing, you know. Yeah. So. Well, I'm I'm glad you watched them. Yeah, a little I mean, little a intro into my world cool, that I love. Cool, different experience. So I, like I mentioned earlier, I have a very deep appreciation and love for anime. I don't know what it is. It's just something that I just really enjoy. It's yeah. sort of a hobby of mine <laughs> to go through and watch all these. Um, I'm constantly looking for new ones to try to watch. Yeah. Uh, one thing about anime and anime fandom is that your watch list is always going to be too big to watch because <laughs> there's so many of them. I feel like that's my to to be read list, like my book um, my book list. But yeah, I mean, t- talking about the fandom a little bit, just it's I can't speak as if I've been in it my whole life, right? As some people have, I can't speak as a super nerd who has read all the manga and watched the shows. But just from what I've experienced, it's a very large fandom in the world. It's super popular, especially with people around our age, millennials, things like that, um, that grew up, you know, watching cartoons with fighting and things like that. Now, anime has those cartoon vibes and feeling and fightings, but there also is that character building, um, the connections that you can build with these characters, seeing the different worlds that, that people can come up with, um, I don't see how people in general have the talent to come up with these ideas. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I don't have a great imagination. I let other people do it and I watch their shows. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I don't know. It's just something that over the last few years from what I've seen has really been taking off and really been bringing a lot more people into it. You can even find like YouTube videos of like anime reactions mm-hmm. where there's that one person in the group like me that loves it with four of his friends that never watched one and don't want to watch one. Yeah. But they do it for YouTube and they react to it. Yeah. There's actually a group that did it for Attack on Titan that I watched and seeing their reaction is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> but I did I did look up a couple of facts on I like the andum. <laughs> I said the andum. <laughs> Anime fandom and like the popularity and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I saw that one thing was um there was a content editor of anime fringe i guess it's like a website or magazine i don't know exactly what it is it's probably a uh, um but she described being amazed by anime's depth that was unlike the cartoons that she had seen before she said the characters had real personalities their own feelings and motivations for their actions strengths and flaws that enhanced their characters they were more like real people and thus people could much more readily identify with them Mm mm-hmm so I guess, you know, for people, millennials, basically, like people our age that are watching it, it's easier to identify with an anime character than it is, say, Tom and Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> you or, know? Or Spongebob or yeah. something like I that. I fucking hate Spongebob. The same. I don't um, like it either. I, you know, I would not allow my daughter to watch Spongebob growing up. I'm surprised. We, got, we were able to watch it. <laughs> she hated me for it. <laughs> but I, I completely agree with that. that she... That person definitely said it a lot better than me. I feel like I was trying to say something along the, along the lines of that. <laughs> but, uh, so, you know, kind of rounding out, I know that this was my idea of an episode. And mm-hmm. it was kind of my episode in a way. 
<laughs> but you wanted to do the facts for today. Yes, so. it was my turn to do the random facts of the day. So give me some of these facts. I want to hear about so it. So what I thought I would do was instead of like trying to learn you on anime, <laughs> since you know more than I do on anime, <laughs> um, I thought I would just look up a couple like interesting or random facts about each one and then just see what you thought. Okay. On them. So for Naruto, um, it said, despite the show having a high death count, Naruto canonically killed only one person. I'm trying to remember who it was. Don't tell it, me. Well, it actually told told me in the article, but I didn't write it down. So I don't know. <laughs> I cannot remember. So sorry about I that. Do, I, do rem- I do know that, that he yeah. is the one person in the show. That is hardly killed anyone. Yeah, so... I cannot remember who that was. I'm looking it up right now, though. Okay. So do you want me to pause or hold while you're looking it up so we can see it? Let's see who it is, guys. Let's see how fast it takes Troy to find it. Aha. <laughs> it was a single sand village Jonin. His name was Yura. Okay. So, so yeah. it, not a main, not really a main character. It was... I do remember now. Hmm. <laughs> Uh, someone, <laughs> <laughs> I think from what I think it was someone took over his body to make him look like someone else. Okay. Who was like a, a villain at this point. Okay. And Naruto thought he was killing that person, but it actually ended up being the sand Joan, sand village Jonin in disguise and basically accidentally killed the wrong person in a way. Oh, nice. So I do remember that now. Very good. So for sword art online. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's see if I can say this all correctly, because it's a lot of numbers. So, Sword Art Online took roughly 17,520 hours to complete, like the game. Or 1,051,200 minutes. Or 63,072,000 seconds. So, if you ever get trapped, start counting. <laughs> That's what it said. <laughs> That's crazy. I thought that was I funny. I think from the anime, I think they ended up saying that they were stuck in the game roughly like three years mm-hmm. or something like that. Well, that's about, I guess that, I guess around three years would be 17,520 hours. And. I don't know. Uh, I can't do math in my head that fast to figure that out. And Kirito is actually the one that ended up defeating the game developer. Well, of course, because he's the main character. Why else he's would He's the overpowered MC. Of course who, he's going why, to. Why would you have anybody else do it? <laughs> <laughs> but also, another spoiler for Sword Art Online. The leader of the uh, the the attack group that Asuna was in. Mm-hmm. The assault so like team. The white and red. He was like the, the highest high up. Yeah. That guy is actually the game developer in disguise. Oh. So he's basically... Controlling a world and living in it at the same time. Nice. Yeah. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. A little twist on it. Oh. Um, I know that's what you're most, second most likely to watch, so sorry for spoiling. That's but. okay. So you kind of spoiled this um, random fact for One Punch Man. Okay. Because I had written down his daily exercise regimen <laughs> for this fact. That it wasn't as completely brutal as you think it might be for a superhero. Mm-hmm. It was just a 6.2 mile run, 
100 push-ups. It was a 10K, I think, yeah. in magic. 100 push-ups, 100 sit-ups, and 100 squats. Yep. Which, I mean, I could do that. Mm. Not the run. Not the run. In a day? I used to do them all the time when I was in the thing. What is the thing that I... The boot camp that I was in. <laughs> I don't know. What <laughs> thing? Like thing. The thing. The thing. <laughs> when I, I mean, if I... I would have to start, start slow. I couldn't do like a hundred in a row, like consecutively. Mm-hmm. Like I could do them like, mm-hmm. you know, 20 at a time, take a break, yeah. 20, take but, a break. So with that, workout, I can't do the running though. I mean, I can't run to begin with. I couldn't even run when I was in the boot camp program <laughs> at, even then with that workout plan. So I told you earlier that Saitama and Genos had a fight because Genos didn't understand Saitama. Right. That's because Saitama told him, or he told him what, what his plan, his workout plan was. So basically, Genos was like, you know, take me as your student. Like, I want to learn. Like, how did you get this amazing power? Blah, right. blah, blah, blah. Saitama's like, oh, well, are you sure you can do this? Because it's brutal. It's going to be one of the hardest things you've ever done. And he tells him, and Genos is just like blown away. He's just like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> so that's why they had that fight, because Genos wanted to see what he was missing and why Saitama was so powerful. Yeah. Come to find out he's a freak in nature that for some reason got this power for no reason. Yeah. No. Uh, on to Death Note. I saw that it said originally Death Note was to look like a Bible-like design. Something that you would automatically think of as a Death Note, apparently. I wouldn't think of a Bible-like design as a Death Note. Me neither. I guess the characters in the show would. I guess that's what it meant. I guess. Um, but this idea was scrapped and made, they made death note look like an ordinary book. And then it said, moreover, death note can change its design based on time and location. So for instance, a death note in ancient Japan would be a scroll. Hmm. That's different. (laughs) Didn't know that. I thought that was interesting. Um, I kind of alluded to it earlier, but with the death note, it doesn't have to be in the actual book. Right. Like I mentioned earlier, he tore a corner out of the page. Right. Well, I mean, and, and they, would write little tiny well, names. And I saw that with like the bus hijacker episode because he handed, oh, like, yeah, he, he dropped that piece of and paper. And you could see Ryuk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and then attack on Titan, the town that the show is based on is like a real town in Germany called, and I don't, I'm probably going to mispronounce this. Nordlingen I think uh, it was built over a built in an impact crater that was like 25 kilometers in diameter and it's one of only three towns in Germany that still have uh, completely intact city walls which are a defensive wall or fortification used to protect a city town or other settlement from potential aggressors that is nuts uh, guys, I just looked up this town on Google and it is literally a circle with walls around it. Yeah. That is crazy. And in the middle, it looks like it's probably a church or something, but it is a tall structure with a tower as in, in the middle of all of the walls is the castle. Yeah. That is crazy. Yeah. That's That's nuts. just one more German influence of this show. That is crazy. So. I told you the feel of it later on. It is just the way that the Germans treated yeah. the Jews. So, and then for our last one for Yu Yu Hakusho, 
Um, it said, unlike some shows which clearly label their characters with connections to the se- seven deadly sins, Yu Yu Hakusho is so low key about it that you might not even notice it. Okay. It said, the Sinsu, Sinsu's allies, the group originally thought to be the Sinsu Seven. Okay. Are created around this Christian concept. And so here's the breakdown, and I'm going to probably mispronounce some of these names. More than likely. Um, Kamaya, or Kamiya, I don't know how to pronounce that one. Kamiya, Kamaya, is Wrath. Makihara is Gluttony. Matarai, Matarai is Envy. Amanuma is Sloth. Itsuki is Lust. Elder Tagoro is greed, and Hagiri is pride. Hmm. I never knew that. Yeah. So I thought that was it. I'm fascinated by like the whole Seven Deadly Sins concept. There is actually another in so many things. Like another one of my favorite anime is called Seven Deadly Sins on Netflix. Yeah. And it's a fantasy shonen, I guess, in a way. But it's based in like medieval times, huh. like knights and stuff that have these oh, special cool. powers. And the seven deadly sins are seven of the most powerful knights that have ever lived. Mm-hmm. And of course, like I said, they have powers. Yeah. But they are listed as the seven sins. Interesting. And my one of my favorite ones is his name is Escanor, and Escanor. he is the lion sin of pride. <laughs> and what is funny is. He is just a normal, scrawny, middle-aged man with glasses. <laughs> but as soon as it, as the sun comes up and and uh, it turns noon, he becomes one of the most powerful people in the entire world, and hmm. becomes like a seven-foot giant. <laughs> hmm. Interesting. That he believes he is the pinnacle of all living races. That's how prideful he is. Interesting. So one of the a TV show that I have always been into that I fell in love with at a long at the early stages of the show was the show supernatural mm-hmm. did you ever watch it no i never did oh great show lasted for like 15 seasons and so a show like that it, that's a lot mm-hmm. but one episode that they and you know the premise of it like they're like demon monster hunters right okay so one episode that they did was like they had these seven humans that got possessed by demons that were the seven deadly sins Hmm. and they were like trapped in like this house or something with the two main characters sam and dean and so sam and dean had to and they had no way to actually like kill them or something i don't remember i don't remember the exact thing but they were like trapped in like this hotel this hotel or like a house or something with these quote-unquote seven deadly sins so it was really kind of cool to Hmm. see how they portrayed them so that's cool yeah so yeah that's my random facts of the day guys well that was cool there's definitely a couple things in there i didn't know yet yeah um i actually did kind of learn you a little a little bit (laughs) i actually follow a youtuber who uh he has a very extensive knowledge of animes Mm -hmm. he has two different youtube channels one of them is specifically naruto content and the other is any other anime content does he talk about Naruto on the other one at all? Or no, just... it's specifically okay. on the Naruto channel. 
So his name is NC Hammer on YouTube. <laughs> or the one about, that's about Naruto. The other one is called Weeb Commander. So apparently men who are obsessed with anime and like anime girls and stuff are called weebs. Don't know why. Oh. But um, yeah, he has really good content. And a lot of the stuff that I know I've learned from him. So Okay. <laughs> um, nice to know. But, you know, like I said, I brought this episode up. It's just something that I really enjoy. I really love it. I know anime is not for everyone because some people still see it as cartoonish. Yeah. Well, don't worry. I'm going to get you back in a couple episodes. Just yeah, I know. hold tight, guys. I know. I'll let y'all know what, ha- what um, that is soon. But, <laughs> but I definitely recommend people trying it, at least opening your eyes yeah. to something. I'm just always because, up for learning something new. Yeah, just because, as you mentioned and I've said, the, the world building and the characters, it, it mm-hmm. is deeper than just a cartoon. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I there were times where I was like, oh, Jesus, I wish the show would end already. <laughs> Naruto and One Punch Man? <laughs> but I, overall, I will say I enjoyed this experience, um, just trying something new. Mm-hmm. I can't promise that I will actually watch any of these shows anymore. But a couple of them, there's a chance. But there are there is a chance so for a couple of them. there's a chance. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But overall, I did enjoy it. So mm-hmm. we'll see what happens. I'll keep you updated yep. if I do. So, but on to our next episode preview. I am very excited about this one. Um, it is Which going she to says be... to almost every episode. Shut up. I had to get you back. I know. We are going to have a guest on it. Our friend Kelsey, who is Troy's. Bro- Best friends. You're like bromance guy. I mean, I He's, swear. In a, in a way, you could see it as like. Your heterosexual. Seen, well, I was gonna say like romance boyfriend. <laughs> I was gonna I was gonna say like a he's like a husband in a way. Like we're both husbands to each other and a husband to our wives. Yeah, <laughs> they're so funny together. But it's his wife Kelsey. Um, she's gonna join us. We're gonna have a conversation about music. Mm-hmm. So um, even and I'm gonna I'll, I'll expand on this in the episode. But I'm not Matt. I almost said magically inclined. <laughs> I'm not either. We should learn. I'm not musically inclined. Like, I can't sing. I can't play an instrument. But music has always been a big part of my life. Yeah. So I'm very excited to do this episode. We're going to have a lot to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, fun. I'm excited to have Kelsey on. She is a hoot. She's definitely <laughs> got a character to her. Yes. She's very... So I hope you guys like her as much as we do. She should definitely be some fun. She'll definitely to have. fit in for sure. So, yeah. So, can't wait to do that. And we will see you next time, guys. Yeah. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, check out all of our websites and socials like usual. And we will talk to you next time. Have a good one.